Shack Shakers, welcome back to Miku's Crack House. I'm your host as always, ass blown out King Ma, and joining me is my best friend and co-host, pissing a bottle, Miles. Anyways, <laughs> I just, I, ugh, fucking A, dude. We tried to record the start of this episode like an hour and a half ago, and like my dinner just fucking at Shake Shack today was just not it, bro. It's not it. It, it did not. It did not. <laughs> It just it sucked. Anyways, I'm sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Anyways, it's episode 129. We're back. We're you know we're back in this bitch. Oh, we have a question from the Discord, which you uh, we have. Uh, we typically bring it up at the end of the episode, but nobody ever gets there that far. So it's a fucking no man's land at the at the end of that episode, Sam. Yeah. So uh, what we're gonna do to to support and shout out the Discord every episode is we're gonna start with the fun icebreaker question, and if you want to ask a question. Uh, feel free to do so in the Discord link in the description of the podcast. We don't podcast accept co- YouTube. comments on YouTube. You got to join the Discord. We don't. We don't accept YouTube comments. No. Yes, it's got. Well, I mean, you can please comment on YouTube. Please comment on the video, but we won't answer the question. But you if have you to want, be in the Discord, yeah. If you have questions for Crackhouse, post them in the thread. Questions for Crackhouse. Well, anyways, without thir- further ado, today's question, Miles, is comes from Julian, which is. What's Sam's relationship with music, and how does it differ from Miles' experiences with the media? And also, what albums, playlists, or mixes? I'm assuming like that we like or listen to frequently. Yeah, I, I know, I know why you're asking this. I know why you're asking this. I'll let you answer first, Sam. So I don't know, man. I there's there's a lot I could say about music. I I love music, of course. I actually spend a lot of time like just listening to music where like you I'm not doing to, anything else. You listen to SpongeBob Rule 34. SpongeBob and, Rule 34 and you know you know nothing but the hits, bro. Nothing but yeah. the classics. Sicko mode. Sicko mode. Simple, Simple mode. mode. <laughs> Take me to Taco Bell. Um you know nothing but just the just the bangers. Nothing but bangers. But like I'm a I have a big issue with like a lot of big popular artists who constantly change their sound on like an album by album basis. Like I I I get it, you know, it's like, it's like fucking JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, it's like the appeal of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, you know, it's all, it's kind of different each time, but it's sort of the same thing, you know, it's like, you know, like Taylor Swift, eh, Taylor Swift has a lot of JoJo energy going on right now, she's doing, she's doing that fucking Eras tour, sorry, Taylor Swift's on top of my mind right now, because she's fucking, I, I, so I, 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 people know, I live in Kansas City now, and um, if you follow fucking pop culture she's dating some guy on the chiefs named travis kelsey apparently he's fucking a good he's good i guess i'm assuming he's good i don't really follow football but chiefs are just really big down here it's just a really big cultural thing um because the football team's good i <laughs> football team's good they win you know <laughs> well they win well, now yeah it's, they win now it, the, the so famous- people are into him now the famous Seinfeld joke of, uh, really, all, all you root for is the clothes, because the moment that someone leaves your team to go to another team, now you suddenly hate that team. Or now you suddenly hate that player. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, it's, it's, it's fucking goofy. So, but yeah, she's dating this fucking guy, and uh, it's, dude, she's suffocating this city like a Batman villain. I don't know how else to describe it. Like, she's fucking everywhere. I was talking to my uncle about it, and he was telling me, he's like, Sam, he could, she could, this woman could ignite an army, bro. This woman could ignite mother fucking base. This I'm, woman I'm, could make mother base be real, dude. I'm, I'm picturing, heaven, I'm picturing the, the Mel Gibson episode, the Passion of the Christ episode of South Park, but it's Taylor Swift as, as Cartman, dressed in the little Hitler outfit, <laughs> marching down the street. 
<laughs> with all the dude, with this, all the Kansas City her, Chiefs. That's fans. her new fucking era, bro. That's yeah, new dude, era. and dude, the, this is the fucking fasc- thing, bro. Fascist era Taylor Swift. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, I mean that's that's my era, bro. That's that's my favorite Taylor era. Fascism Taylor's version. Fascist Taylor Swift. Not, not Nazism Taylor's version. <laughs> But uh, it, it's it's just fucking because this is what I don't get about it. This is what I don't get about the hype because this is the first time I've seen a hype about a romance since the fucking stupid fucking prince and princess. Remember when those fuckwads got married? God, that was stupid. That was fucking dumb. But at least like, at least their 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 blood <laughs> has some said like anything about music by the way I just... I li- no we're talking about taylor swift right now bro like <laughs> it, it it it's it's the fucking like at least the king and queen had like at least the prince and princess power, yeah ha- like are have like i i don't know like royal piss in them like you know it you know it's at least there's some fucking reason for the stupid there, pop and circumstance. Sauce. There's some real sauce on the global scale of the prince and princess getting married. It, and it it's not does like matter. Taylor Swift and, and Travis Kelsey. It's not like these two are gonna get are gonna get married because we all know how the story ends. Like this is what I don't get, dude. She, it's like he is the next era, right? Like he this is, is what the current I, era. Yeah, and I've seen uh, so many, like, fucking just fire memes and parodies of, like, people just being like, oh, so this is the next Taylor single after they break up. <laughs> Talking about how, how he fumbled it all and, like, I'm like, that shit's so funny, bro. Because <laughs> football is just the best, it's just the best, it's the best field for this type of shit. Um, and it's, it's just, like, but I don't know what else to say other than it's fucked. But, but anyways, music. Songs I I like I like to listen to drum and bass specifically. There's this uh, YouTuber called uh, uh, Zorovian who makes like these just really just dope phenomenal like 50 minute like drum and bass lo-fi mixes that are like so fucking good to listen to. That if I just ever need to just chill the fuck out and vibe, I just put that on and just and just be. The pr- the problem that I have with music is that I'm. S- I, I, so my, my thing is, cause this is about albums in particular, like I, I, I do get very attached to like only one or two songs. And then like, so it's hard for me to listen to an album and then not feel this nagging urge to be like, but I really want to listen to the song I heard three songs ago. Yeah. That dude, was that's the song me. that I like. Yeah. That's I want to go back. It's so funny. I, I, I have a, there, there's this band called the uh, Illuminati Hotties and they have this song called Pool Hopping. That's so good. I haven't listened to the rest of the fucking album. <laughs> Yeah, it's some point it's the I fucking just... first song, and it's good, and I don't, I don't want to ruin. I, I know they're not gonna fucking bang. I know it's not. They're not gonna follow it up with anything better than it. That, that's a big problem I have with albums is that I tend to really like the first song on an album, and then I tend to just kind of want to stop there. I was, I was revisiting Hybrid Theory because I was just in one of those moods. I was in one of those moods where, like, I was really feeling the year two thousand three. And, well, I think that actually came out in 1999. I think Meteoria was 2003. I don't quite remember. Anyways, um, I was just really feeling it. And I got to paper cut. And I was like, you know what? I just want to listen to this 20 more times. And then I just stopped. Like, I didn't, I didn't make it to fucking my December. I didn't make it to any of that shit. All right. D- didn't, didn't make it that far. I, uh, what, I, uh, Take This to Your Grave is one of my favorite pop punk albums, and I only ever want to listen to Tell That Mick. He just made my list of things to do today. Even though I love a lot of songs in that album, you know, even the, the next song, like Dead on Arrival, I really like that song. Um, 
I really like uh, Saturday and um, uh, Calm Before the Storm. Like, there's a lot of really great songs in that Grenade Jumper. And I just, none of them are as good as the, the fucking opening song. So I just listen to that all the time. And then if I want to listen to the others, I just listen to them as, as singles. So I, I have a, uh, it's, it's kind of like a, uh, it's just a bit of like an ADHD. I don't have ADHD. That's offensive. I'm so sorry to the masses. I'm so sorry to everybody who is who is hurt by my statements. I'm so um, sorry to everybody on this earth because everybody on this yeah, earth everyone has have fucking ADHD. ADHD. Dude, in the 90s, everyone had fucking ADHD. All right. Like when I was diagnosed with autism, my parents were like, nah, brah, can't be it because that was the era. Like it, it meant something very different to have autism back then. Uh, now everyone's got fucking autism. Autism. But but yes, yeah, so they took me to some doctor who that, who, you know, would throw fucking Ritalin in my mouth and be like, yeah, he's got ADHD, because that was that was the that was the trendy dude, that's the trendy mental illness of the nineties. I don't know what the new trendy mental illness is, but like cause depression is so generic, I don't think it's the, the trendy mental illness anymore. Yeah. What, what I, is, yeah, I'm thinking we I'm thinking we gotta bring back ADD, bro. No, ADD's had its time already, dude. Like, it's already defined the 90s. See, like, I, the problem is that you can't do something like BPD, because all the hot chicks want to have BPD. All the hot chicks want to have BPD. But, like, that's a personality disorder. Like, you know, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. So, we, we really need to figure out what the next trendy mental illness is. <laughs> Because there's always there's always one, isn't there? There's always one that everyone likes to fucking suddenly have. Everyone likes to claim that 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 they have. Yeah, like, and maybe it's just uh, maybe it's genuine. Maybe people are able to talk about it more freely because more people are able to talk about it freely. But like, I don't know. I don't fucking believe that. I I would like to fucking think that. Like, do you know how many people I meet who have bipolar? Like, very few. Very few. And, and uh, meanwhile, I'm sitting here like, uh, hello. I got my fucking bottle of pills right here. Like. <laughs> Does anyone else relate? And everyone else is like, nah, I've got, you know, whatever's the trendy one. And I'm like, yeah, of course you do. Fucking course you do. It's like, it's like whatever, it's, it's like whenever people will say, like, the current game that they're playing is game of the year. Like, I, I feel bad about this with Tears of the Kingdom because the, the problem is I couldn't have seen Baldur's Gate 3 coming. I really couldn't have. But, like, I probably should have been able to just predict it and be like, yeah, no, there's going to be another hot contender. Like, even if it was just FF16, I probably should have been able to see see another one coming but like yeah like when people call game of the year in like march that's always really funny oh El yeah elden, elden ring elden ring definitely had like this is game of the year feel to it for sure um but like yeah like no i i feel this way with like <laughs> trendy mental illness <laughs> where where it's it's like i just find it very funny when it seems like everyone's just coming out of the woodwork saying the exact same thing, and it's like, yeah, give it six more months, you'll have something else. You'll have something else. Yeah, but... But a a anyways, that, that that all you gotta say about, about music, Miles? No. Uh, no, I guess, I guess I'll guess i say uh, just a little more about it, just because I don't wanna... We talk too much about Taylor Swift and trendy <laughs> mental illness. Um... Yeah, I mean, I'm always open to albums. There's a there was a review of of Ocarina of Time 3D, which had a line that I always really liked, just from from like a an ap application standpoint, which was, um, for many of us, Ocarina of Time was the game that taught us the difference between a good game and a great game. You know, because that was that era, like 2011. A lot of people who were now writing for these magazines or these websites were probably 2021, like able to to say that. Um, and I really like that as a as a general like phrase of there's always some watershed moment in 
an individual's life that kind of makes them a believer uh in in something in particular <laughs> uh like ever like there's always one song or one single or one album that is always going to make people not just like believe in in the the relevance of a band or in the, like the greatness of a band but for me like I'm looking for that thing that I'm looking for the ocarina of time of albums for me personally where like I'm like all right this is the album that makes me realize like yeah albums are it not all the time but but there is a reason to sit down and give an album a shot instead of just fucking top decking the singles but top decking the singles is fun. It is. No, and I, and I like uh, top decking the singles is great for a certain mood, of course. Like especially if you're on a run or at work. Um it's just nice to play fucking Tonight Tonight by the Smashing Pumpkins 30 times in your fucking ears. I I have a problem where like I'll just have like a song of the day and I'll just I'll just listen to it until I don't like it enough anymore <laughs> to listen to it. I still like yeah. it but not enough to listen to it anymore. Like I a Little Dark Age was that for me a couple like like earlier this week i just couldn't stop listening to it and that's a funny ass song because it's really good but like it does have a problem of there's one segment of the song you always want to skip it's 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 like the it's like the key card segment of metal gear solid where you're just like oh god like i know oh, i know this, this shit sh- again yeah i know the shit that comes after this is really worth sticking out but like oh god i don't i, I, I oh you want Wait, me to is it just like a, is it a now? shitty bridge is it a yeah, shitty it's a bridge. bridge it's always a fucking bridge it's always the bridge there's no good bridges there's never been a good bridge or there never will be a good bridge i would know i was part of bridges for fucking five years i'm the best there is sam I'm the legend of legends of legends. I got all 500 legend of legend of legends ranks. All right. I am the bridge man. I know about this. So I, I that's obviously a joke. I, I don't know anything about music, but yeah, no bridges are always like, that's the best time for a song to fucking take a shit in its own pants. Like if you're, if you're going to, if you're going <laughs> to, Damn, we're really we're really on it with the fucking toilet humor recently. Well, Man. to be fair, to be fair, you know, I know recurrent events and everything, you know. Yeah, the Flint water crisis and such. <laughs> um, yeah, no, a bridge is usually, I think, always where a song has its like low point. If if there's any song where your favorite part of the song is the bridge, like, let us know in the Discord, preferably. Um. But I mean, I I have had a very musical week this week, Sam. I I decided to revisit a series of classics. Oh yeah, me too. Oh yeah, I I revisit them too. Once you told me you were revisiting them, yes, it made me very nostalgic. I I decided to as well, Sam. I listened to the entire catalog of Schoolhouse Rock. Fuck yeah, all of it. And I actually made a tier list of the Schoolhouse Rock songs, but I want to talk a little bit about Schoolhouse Rock. Sam, what is your what is your affinity to Schoolhouse Rock? So, like, I remember growing up back, like, when I lived in my old house. I remember going to school, like, going, going to school when I was in, like, first and second grade, and then putting in the tapes for Schoolhouse Rock. And then I eventually remember owning Schoolhouse Rock on DVD and watching the DVDs growing up. Um, and... As we'll get into, I'm mostly familiar, and I told you this before I watched them, I'm mostly familiar with Grammar, Grammar Rocks, Money Rocks, and, like, a little bit of History Rocks. Um, and, like, that's, like, that was me, my extent of it. But, like, what I realized from re-watching them 
was was a it was a huge bump of nostalgia and b i forgot how many like just one-liners from these songs i will just mutter to myself just randomly just completely randomly for no reasons either and um yeah it just some of the most catchiest fucking tunes ever bro i i I fucking love schoolhouse rock and i love the animations too super cute yeah i i i was thinking about this in the shower today while i was jerking off into the storm drain (laughs) The best way to do it. No, no. Um, I don't jerk off into the shower. Do I want to talk about this? No, I don't. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, I was thinking about this in the shower because I was kind of like, are we the last generation that's going to be really into like Schoolhouse Rock? Like that's that that that's going to be like a really relevant part of education and growing up because I'm not in school anymore. You know, I don't know what is still like in the rotation of the curriculum at schools. Because when I was growing up, yeah, like, we would get shown a couple Schoolhouse Rock songs, especially at certain points. Money Rocks, I remember watching in middle school in particular, and the Taxman Max song, when he's got, like, his, like, scantily clad women who, like, represent, like, where our taxes go. And, like, all the boys in the the auditorium started cheering, like, (laughs) you know, like, that kind of, like, however you do that whistling, um... Just everyone started going nuts for those scantily clad girls, which is very funny because they're fugly as sin. Um, dude, Taxman Max fucks all of them, though. You know, like, he just fucking runs train on all of those women. Um, he's got a lot of what? stamina in that little body of his. But yeah, so so what, where do you want to start with Schoolhouse Rock? Because there's so much to say. Well, there's okay, so, so wanna, much to say. I just want to start with my little tier list here real quick, because I think it, it is indicative of the strength and weaknesses of some of these albums. Now, just to let you know, Money Rocks was not included on this, because the Money Rocks songs just, I don't know, they weren't included in the tier list I found online, and I wasn't going to add them myself. I don't give a fuck. But it doesn't yeah. matter, because most of them would be in fucking C and D tier anyways. Most of them aren't very good. Um, I like Taxman Max. I like um. I like Dollars, Dollars and Cents. I put yeah. that in B. I put that Dollars in Dollars and Cents is a solid B ass song. Like Taxman Max. I, I, I like Seven Fifty once a week, but I put it in C. I like That's that song a lot, a but I put it in C. Can I? Okay, I will talk about with Money Rocks in particular. Money Rocks feels like the angriest of all of these songs. Like it's it it seems like a series of songs about. Making sure kids stop fucking asking you for more allowance money and stop complaining about how the yeah, family's not rich enough. Yeah, I gotta be real. There's some there's some fucking tracks on here that are like uh, that. That I was like, oh man, I, he shut the fuck up. Like like he shut the fuck up. Like I'm glad you got the energy song in D because I'm like shut the fuck up, Earth. Shut the fuck up. I'm gonna use as much energy as I want. You piece of shit bitch like yeah so when, whenever they start to kind of chastise you I'm in some of these songs pol- i'm a pollute as much as i want to yeah did you hear what he just did the fucking ocean yeah it's what he just flushed into the sea <laughs> yeah the the, <laughs> the eldritch stake the shake shack abomination straight out of carrion like <laughs> yeah honestly though yeah so um yeah, like, Money Rocks, most of those would be in fucking D-tier, because a lot of them are, are, like, clearly, like, stop asking me propaganda. Like, Taxman Max explaining, like, where taxes go, no, you, you know, where the money goes is about, like, asking kids to just fucking know we got bills to pay. 
All right, if we're going to leave your fucking lights out, we're going to be able to pay for you to go to band practice, um, to, to go to the, the Rose Bowl. Or um, there was another one that I got this sense from. Oh, yeah, 750 once a week is a really big one where it's like, yeah, stop asking for a fucking raise. How about you save your fucking money better, you idiot? Don't fucking spend two dollars on a fucking it's on the enchilada. enchilada when it's yeah. fifty cents across, the, across street. the street. <laughs> I remember. I, just, I remember that. We, just, line. we know it all, dude. We know yeah. it. We know all the lore, bro. Yeah. Now I, I would like to try a slice of pizza pie, but I'm <laughs> high and dry. That's no joke. <laughs> Anyway, so like, do we want to start at the bottom or we want to start yeah, at the I'll top? Start, I'll like, start at the to... bottom. Um, so I guess what I'll say is what's indicative of the way that I would rank these albums is Math Rocks is at the bottom. History Rocks is probably above it. Science Rocks is like slightly above that. I, they're kind of comparable, but um, I, I think I have more songs from Science Rocks. No, I have more songs from History Rocks from what it looks like. Or do I? No, I have more songs from Science Rocks. Um, and then just un- unequivocally, glam- grammar is like, it's it's on a fucking cloud while the rest of these are down on Earth, you know? Fucking, except for Math Rocks, which is in the fucking depths, you know? Just complete, just complete fucking... Well, because it's not fucking Math Rocks, it's numbers 1 through 10 rock, like... Numbers 1 through 12, mine, except not 10, because 10's obvious. So, like, it's not math concepts, it's the multiplications tables. And, like, you can tell that they, that for some of these, they got nothing. Like... The sixth song literally has no theme. And it's one of the better songs on the album, but it has no theme. And then a lot of the songs are just like, I don't know, terrible. <laughs> I can't explain it properly. And none of them are awful and like hard to listen to, but like like I some of them I just I wouldn't want to hear. Like I don't care. I think part of the reason that I had the most trouble with the sevens multiplication table was because I didn't like listening to um to Lucky Seven, whatever his name is. Lucky Lucky Leo Seven. I think his name is Lucky Leo. Yeah, I, I didn't. Um, I didn't rewatch the numbers once. Oh, I, no, I Lucky Leo is a character from fucking The Secret Show. Um, yeah, so I have Figure Eight as dead last because Figure Eight is fucking depressing, and no one wants to hear that crap. No one wants to hear that <laughs> bullshit when you're listening to Schoolhouse Rock. I'm not. I'm not trying to fucking hear. I'm gonna put this on the second monitor. I'm not trying to fucking hear this. This bitch. Singing this fucking wintry ass song, like fuck off. Let where's the ditties? Where's the bops? Where's the numbers? Come on, yeah. And then Lucky Leroy Bunny Man, the the furry guy who shows off his feeties at one point. Um, or he's seven. got the number seven on his feet, and I just I just know I just fucking know that ruins somebody's life. Someone has a fetish for drawing like numbers on someone's feet now. What's what's worse, the the seven on the dog foot or the nine on the fat cat tie? Oh, the seven one. The seven one is so yeah. much worse because the nine one is at least like that's fabric. Yeah, that's chased. It's just it's you know it's just part of his his outfit. Yeah, so like there are fucking back to back like numbers eight, seven, and nine back to back fucking D tier trash garbage. Probably the only one I would put lower is, like, walking on Wall Street. Like, th- th- those are all just, like... And now, you know what? I might even put walking on Wall Street higher, because that one's at least vaguely catchy. Um, even though it's a lie. Even though it's a fucking lie of a song. Uh, Mother Necessity, which is just a little too erratic for my taste. It, it goes through quite a few different... It's also the most inaccurate one. I-, I-, I shouldn't be scoring this way, but it does have the most, like, just objectively incorrect information. Which is really funny. 
So yeah, it, it belongs down there. And then energy, which we just brought up, like I, it's it's very slow and somber, and I don't like being fucking mansplained by the planet Earth. So I didn't I didn't vibe with this shit. Um, next up is four legged zoo. Whoever told them it was a good idea to have a bunch of untrained children sing the entire song should probably be fucking dragged to hell. Like, right now. Like, dragged to hell like Alice and Loman. Like a pentagram just appears beneath them and they get sucked in. Yeah, like like the Bayonetta game over screen. Just, just, get, just get taken there, you know? Fuck you. Uh, next up is Elementary. Another Math Rocks entry which is the Noah's Ark song that is so bland and so not catchy that I don't I don't care. I why the hell would I ever want to listen to this to this shit, especially cuz it's got no lyrics. Like there's like nothing there there's nothing like clever about it because how can you be clever about about two? It's just elementary, my dear, two times two is four and then all right, just congratulations, you've heard the whole song. You're done. Um and then those not so dry bones is the last one in D. I can't even remember the melody if I tried, but it's I don't hate it either. Um, C is little twelve toes because that's another really erratic song that's just like it's just where is the consistency? I thought I would really like little twelve toes as an adult because it's like kind of weird and spacey, but it's just too fucking erratic. Uh, the preamble because it's just the preamble. Preamble. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't know, what but, to but tell it's you. better than it's better than the fucking numbers. Most of the numbers. Oh, most of the numbers song. Yeah, like it's that's that's not even that bad of a song. It's just it's not very remarkable. I got six, which is really really catchy, but it loses points for having no theme whatsoever. Like I could, I don't remember it at all, and I couldn't help you remember it. Um, elbow room from history. I'm, you know what I I fucking did. I got six dirty. I would put it above both electricity and elbow room. Um, yeah, electricity is literally just, like, we have conjunction junction at home. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, electricity, <laughs> electricity, electricity. They conjunction the junction, electricity what's does. your function? They're the same it, it is, song. It, it's, it is the same, it is the same, same Except song. conjunction junction has, like, more, like, verses. of what it is. Yeah, well, electricity doesn't have any verses. It's just, like... Put your dick into the socket. <laughs> electricity, electricity, <laughs> and that's the whole song. Just, just replace it with the next explanation of what electricity does, or goes into, or is. And there's no music. <laughs> it's like Breath of the Wild. It has no music. But it um, is catchy, though. Despite being no it music, it, it you will you'll never forget electricity, electricity. Just like Breath of the Wild. Just you know, you, everyone remembers. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I think electricity deserves to be a little higher. I, 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 don't, really? I, I can't fuck with it in this position right now. Okay, okay, okay. Unless, Where would you- I, I just, I I'm, not, I'm saying like bottom of B probably. No okay, more than bottom okay, of B. Okay. Well, Busy Prepositions is another song I have at C, even though I, I like that song a fair amount. It's, it's just because, again, it has, it has a bridge, Sam. And of course, the bridge fucks up. It's the part where Jack Sheldon starts singing. Uh, well, I don't. On the top is where you are. Like, that part is not good. It's just not very good. No More Kings is there as well in C. I don't dislike it. I just have no affinity for it. Uh, Three Ring Circus, I like for the theme, especially that it's it's basically an insult to the government. Like, it calls Congress people clowns and shit. Like, that's fun. Um, 
but definitely a little like I don't know. It's it, it there's it's very static. There's not as much to it. Uh, I put it below unpack your adjectives. I'm actually shocked I did that. I think it be- it goes below like above unpack your adjectives. Um, I I find unpack your adjectives really funny because it is funny. Yeah. It's a cute little song. It's I like very the cartoon. Cute. Yeah. It also just has, like, the highest pitch singer I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, yeah, her name is, like, Jeannie Bergman or something like that. She she also does figure eight, which is not a winner. Um, But, like, the opening line of it is just, Got back from camping last spring! And it's just like, oh my god, I didn't know anyone could sound like... Like, she sounds like an anime dub voice actor. Like, it, she sounds like she is trying to play a lolly. Yeah, in, like, and, and, Dragon and, like- Maid. <laughs> And, and what's funny about Unpack Your Adjectives is, like, if you grew up with the DVDs or in school or whatever, like, this is the first that's fucking the, one. That's the one that so hits this you. So is, this, is this is your introduction to Schoolhouse Rock every time, is, is yeah. this fucking track. And and in my opinion, maybe maybe not the best opener. Uh, the Great American Melting Pot comes after that. That's a really good one. Um, it also has some Polish representation. So, like, let's go, gamers. Um telegraph line which i really like a lot more than my positioning i just like i didn't feel right putting it any higher um telegraph line i i haven't really been bringing this up but like telegraph line also begins uh a trend that i noticed while watching these which is that some of these characters are super powered are like supernatural entities like lucky seven leo or whatever his name is naughty number nine the earth um, the bones and them dry bones, obviously little 12 toes, the prepositions, the busy peas, like, they're all super powered beings in the Schoolhouse Rock universe. The Lady Liberty in the Schoolhouse Rock universe, who's alive and has, and wrote a cookbook, uh, is empowered, but, but I think Telegram Line was the first time that I realized, like, huh, there are, like, superpowers in this universe, and in particular, the, the kid from Telegram Line has... telegraph line sorry has clairvoyance he can see the future and he can convey the future to you through a telegraph line that tells you how you're going to react to an important event um so that's a really that's a fun song though great theme really good like probably one of the few songs with like a good child singer too most of the children in in this fucking thing are shit they're garbage like that's why he gets his own fucking song and and meanwhile the four-legged zoo kids sound like they're 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 being tortured like <laughs> so so yeah no shout outs to the te- shout outs to telegraph kid and and his superpower his power of clairvoyance he's got the future devil uh in him uh okay suffering for suffrage even though it's a cringe women's rights song uh it's, <laughs> it's a really good song <laughs> you know B tier yeah B tier next <laughs> for bitch for bitches um no it's a really good song i i used to hate it as a kid because it starred a woman like no joke (laughs) no actual no cap um but no like that song rules it's very good um uh and then next up is the shot heard around the world i think i would put this higher if i had to evaluate it like because it's just really like it it's probably the most like badass of these songs it's I, re- I think it's my favorite history song or yeah. well, no bill is probably my favorite history song. i put i put bill and fireworks above it and i think i would probably put it above fireworks now that i think about it um because shot heard around the world is just like it really does make you feel like an american like it's such a good good song and it kind of makes you want to die for the country a little bit 
Just a little. Um, so this is a good 11, which is just like, that's a really like good classy song. Very 70s, though. Uh, the Circulation, which is probably one of the, the more like dance, like fun tracks to sing. Like probably the first of the of the really like fun tracks to just like whip out and sing. Very few lyrics to memorize, um, <clears throat> but also like just really, really catchy, and and it just feels good to sing, especially the the like core, you know. That's brand new craze. That's sweeping the nation. Come on, it's circulation. circulation. It's like how can you not want to sing that song? Starts with your heart, and it's a great sensation. Let's do it. The circulation. It's like you hear that, and you just feel like, oh man, this is this is energy. This is energy. energy. <laughs> yeah, I want to listen to this song. Uh, so yeah, and then afterwards is Body Machine. I I don't know where I if if I like Body Machine or the Circulation more. I think I was more impressed by Body Machine, um, but I probably was wrong, and I probably should have put Circulation above it. And then Fireworks, which we've discussed, uh, is about the Fourth of July, and I would have put Shot Her and Round the World above this first. Uh, finally, entering A tier, we have Adjective or no um. Interjections. Interjections. Show excitement or emotion. <laughs> They're generally set apart from a sentence, from a sentence by, by an exclamation, an exclamation point. point or by a comma if the feeling's not as strong. I think the problem with that song solely is the fact that that or by a comma when the feeling's not as strong is a penis line. It's it's the the part that makes you like laugh the most because it's so awkward. But everything else about the song is like is so great. I really love I just I love everything about it. Um for the most part, like especially the the examples, like darn, you just lost the game. Game, <laughs> yeah, that's a really fun one. Hooray, I'm for the other team. Lo just lots of really great interjections, frankly, that are really really memorable. Next up is three is magic number, the only song good enough to be to a daylight soul <laughs> covered. Yeah, to be a daylight soul sampled. song. Yeah, um, zero my hero, which just touches my fucking heart. Uh, because it's just a great, wholesome song that's got a great melody, um, and it's cute, and it's good, and I like it. Uh, maybe a controversial pick, I don't know, Gravity, Down, 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 Gravity from Science Rules. It's sung by uh, the Tokens who did The Lion Sleeps Tonight, and that's why it's in fucking A tier, because that shit is catchy as fuck. It's like the perfect doo-wop song. Now I mentioned okay, real quick. By the way, can we say about the Lion Sleeps? Like the, that that fucking wee that needs to be. Why hasn't that been used in a fucking horror movie yet? As like the oh, fucking yeah. song someone sings when they're fucking going down the street and it just goes wee. It, it does have oh, big like. It's it. Come on, that's free, bro. That y'all can have that idea for fucking free. It does have big like Mr. Sandman vibes where it's subtly creepy, like like in the right context. Even yeah, I exactly. Like both those songs, yeah. Like if you just did that, like especially you know with like a some nice piano stings. Ding, yeah. Like there you go. You know. So, anyways, I've talked about this one on the show before, and I stand by it. In A, of course, is the Counting by Five song, which is just so simple and so good that, like, you, that, and, and, like, and especially that fucking rockin' ass guitar in the background. Like, the moment you start singing it, you can't stop. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70, 75, 80, 85, 90, 95, 100, ready or not, here I come. 
bushel of wheat and a bushel of rye. Who's not ready? Holler rye. Like, just so simple and so good and so catchy. Um, next up is noun is a person, place, or thing um, featuring white chubby checker. Uh, did you notice this, Sam? When they show chubby checker, he's white. Did you notice that? <laughs> no. Yeah, in the drug, in the the dime store record machine or the drugstore record machine. No, it was dime store record machine. No, it was drugstore record machine. I don't remember anymore. It's a it's gotta be dime store record machine. Anyway, anyways, it, the I, I I just couldn't get over the 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 world's first animated friend zone simp in that video. Yeah, the little ginger boy with his like yeah. He literally, Cheeks. yeah, this fucking, this, like, ginger boy, literally this girl fucking hops in this guy's arm, and he's like, yeah, I met up with my best friend today. It's like, alright, alright, lady. They also share a malt together with the same straw, like... They do, or, or no, it's the same cup, two Sorry, straws, same one cup. cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The fucking noun song's alright. I got no, I got no comment about the noun song other than the simping shit. Yeah, um, no, the, the chubby checker one, oh, dude. And also, Mrs. Jones blown the fuck out. Like that is so funny to me. Like I just taking these like non characters and like like making them part of like a grand narrative is always so fucking funny to me. Like to, just the, the the dog that chases Mrs. Jones and the who is a lady who lives on Hudson Street and acting like she's iconic. Like that is so <laughs> funny to me. Um. A, which probably should be an S, but I'm going to put it in A because I reserved S for, like, songs that I consider, like, absolutely fucking legendary. Yeah, fucking. Interplanet, Inter- Interplanet Jan is not legendary. Well, it's pretty close. It's, re- it's so th- close to, to legendary. I agree with the ranking, bro. I agree with the ranking here. Yeah, it's not quite there because, like, you have to understand, like, like the fucking iconicness of the ones I have in S are, are next You don't level. understand the gap between Janet and Bill. Dude, yeah, and I have... I, I'm just a Bill at the bottom of S because it's not catchy, but God damn, is it I fucking No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to say that, well, I hope and pray, pray that, that I will, will but today, today I'm still just, just a Bill. Bill. Dude, could you fucking imagine, like, Stone Temple Pilots or something, like, singing that fucking bar? Like, uh, to be fair, it is really... Good. It, that part is very catchy, but a lot of it is just a lot of like talking between each other, just explaining shit. Yeah, which which is again, it's super iconic, and it's also ex- excessively educational. Like like you're more likely to learn from that song than you are from an actual class because it makes it just dead ass simple to understand. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot of singing there. But I had to put it in S just out of respect. Yeah, it's 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 like it's like saying fucking you know. Citizen Kane, like even if you don't like that movie that much, like, you, you know, credit where credit is due. Game recognized game. I feel like all the S tiers do a great job of also like really d- breaking down what the thing is that the, yeah. the song is covering. When you finish it, you're like, I'm fucking good. I understand this perfectly. Uh, a noun is a person, place, or thing does that as well, but uh, um, it's just not as good. It's just it's not, not as good. Song. Yeah. Now this one is fucking iconic in the year. Rufus Xavier Sasparilla, a very proper noun, replacing the noun kangaroo. How common? Which, by the way, can I just say that Jack Sheldon is the most black white guy? Like as a singer, like he was, he sang as a couple of different black characters on the show, even though he's white. And I just never fucking questioned it. I was like, yeah, that's a black guy. Sure. Thought the same thing about John Mayer. Inexplicably, I thought he might have been black. That's stupid. There's no way that fucking cracker is fucking black. <laughs> um, B 
But yeah, Rufus Xavier Sarsaparilla, like the, the pronoun song, is so fucking good. Uh, it's so fucking fun to just sing, like especially those the breakdowns when he gives you the non-pronouned up sentence. He found a kangaroo that followed him home, and now it is his. As a, you know, like, or sorry, that's the the pronoun up version. version. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pronoun version. The pronoun. Yeah, of course you have kangaroos and pronouns. Um, yeah, but I can't say that because she found an odd fuck that fell in love with her. So, just so fucking good. Next one, this is probably a controversial take for some people, but I stand by it so much. Of course. Lolly, 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 get your get adverbs, your adverbs here. here. Father, Father, son, and lolly, lolly selling <laughs> adverbs here. That song is so unbelievably fucking good. And by the way, that's it's what kicked awesome. off this whole fucking train. Dude, is that can I just, I just say that, like, like lolly, 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 get your adverbs here. Like, I, let me, I, I, can I keep it a book 50 with you, Miles? Yeah. Before I rewatched that video and after I rewatched that video, my understanding of adverbs was totally different, bro. <laughs> I, I, I would have failed to, to properly explain to you what a fucking adverb was before I watched this. And now I'm like, oh, I, I know now. I know what a it's, fucking adverb is. It's actually excellent at explaining the concept, even though it's 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 not as direct as, like, interjection. Like, interjection's really direct. Noun is really direct. Like, there's more musicality to this, and it's a little bit more, like, intricate than... Uh, yeah, well, it has the infomercial segment that kind of breaks it down very well, but yeah, but also the musicality uses a lot of adverbs in it, yeah. which is like great. It's really clever. It's really clever. It's um, such a fucking good yeah. So I just I love the whole setup too. I love the 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 grandfather, the father, and the little son character. Got a lot I, of lolly jolly adverbs, adverbs here. here. Yeah, uh, especially that that frame is burned into my mind because it's the worst part of animation I've ever seen. When he's oh, like, where they just zoom out of the house. Lot of lolly <laughs> selling adverbs here. No, he's just like turning his head back and forth. It's really bizarre. <laughs> the The zoom out's pretty good. That's a pretty good effect. You like the zoom out? I think I just that's the frame that's always been ingrained in my mind because they repeat that exact frame like four or five times. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's you know that's production. But it's hey man, it's go it's a goaded song, bro. Honestly, oh, yeah. honestly should be higher, bro. Honestly should be higher. The problem honestly. is that here's the problem is that the top three are like. The, are some of the most iconic songs in the yeah. entire fucking thing. Like, it's so hard to top these. Um, but yeah, no, I, I especially the fact, like, the ending of that song is so perfect. Indubitably. So perfect and so good and so excellent. And yeah, like, the musicality of it is, is really clever and thoughtful how where or when condition or reason these questions are answered when you use an adverb come and get it like just so good and so memorable and catchy but of course the top three the fucking bronze medalist mr motherfucking morton Morton. Which this song is a straight up masterpiece, dude. When I, I when I rewatched this, I was like, "What?" The? I, I like didn't fully like remember this one. I watched it. I was like, "Bro, what the fuck were they on, dude? When they made this, what? Hey, dude, this is the example of the fucking man on the beach with the piano on fire. Like, like this song, they were on that energy when they fucking made Mister Morton, bro." It's actually fucking nuts, like, how good that song is. And it tells, like, a really great story that makes perfect sense. The story is actually so compelling. You're like, oh, yeah, this was about fucking the subject of the sense. Like, the most boring fucking <laughs> shit in grammar. Yeah, like, like they, they actually went dummy on this. It's, it's, 
this is like it, it it's like like a, a brilliant documentary about fucking textile factories or something where it's just like you're so riveted by garbage it, it, this is an episode of how it's made like this song is an episode of how it's made where you're just fucking glued to the screen riveted about how f- the tassels on rugs get made and you're like I can't believe I've never not cared about this in my life before this is the fucking marble league of these fucking songs where it makes you give a shit about prepositions or not prepositions um predicates makes you give a fuck about predicates and yeah the, the song like dude the story it's like heartwarming and heartbreaking I know, it's so nice. yeah it's it's really great dude that's like a great like pixar short film like like classic era fucking love story for pixar but with with a great ass song if, if you literally just like had that song underneath this animation and just didn't have the lyrics like it would be a perfect like short film um and it would win a fucking award uh yeah, li- go listen to Mr. Morton. Number two, and you're gonna be surprised. This is not number one. Unless Should you're be not. number one. IMO, bro. Well, I, I I had to give I had to give it to to another one, but Conjunction <laughs> Junction. Conjunction Junction. This, this deserves to be number one. I cannot believe we're, we're we're giving it to the fucking Verb song. Verb is fire, but but Conjunction Junction is easily the most iconic one, and it's easily the most like. It's so genius and it's so recognizable. And the only reason it's not there is that I just find the other one like catchier, like like in and more like energetic, like I'd rather listen to it. But like Conjunction Junction is the most iconic fucking song in the franchise. It's number Conjunction one. Conjunction Junction is fucking awesome. First of all, Conjunction Junction sounds like a fucking Donkey Kong level. It it dude, it probably is a Donkey Kong level. They had to cut it for legal reasons. <laughs> um yeah, no. Conjunction Junction is is absolutely iconic. It's the best Jack Sheldon song. Oh next yeah, to Mr. He, he goes so f- stupid hard on that character. Also, the conductor is the most powerful character in the verse. Oh yeah, no. He he has there. First of all, there's a frame that goes so hard when he's walking <laughs> atop all the conjunctioned trains. Uh, like and it's just this like wide shot of him just fucking walking along an endless string of trains. And then, and then he hops and on then the it back. gets to the end, and then he just fucking grabs on him like, dude, this guy, bro. Like, yeah, no, he he has he has the riz. <laughs> he has the riz, Sam. Absolutely. And I know it's a controversial opinion, but my my number one was verb. That's what's happening because verb. That's what's happening is like the like most impressive to me musically song and it does a really really fucking good job of explaining its its subject in a way that's that's like it, it doesn't have like I, I it doesn't have what i call the educational breakdown a lot of these songs have the educational breakdown um yeah like the like infomercial noun is part, a good example of noun, that yeah now it has the educational breakdown, the infomercial part of get your adverbs here. Yeah. Even Mr. Morton has it where, where, where the chorus ends. Mr. Morton is the subject sub- of the sentence. Does a sentence and what the predicate, predicate says, says he does. does. Whereas uh, verb like at no point because uh, because here's the thing, like they just use the 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 sort of recurring like shaft esque like black exploitation theme song 
to you know because his name is verb so it's like singing shaft he gets the ladies like like that's not a break like that's not a breakdown of the premise that's just fucking shaft's badass theme song so first of all i just want to say that disney needs to fucking apologize to verb for being like a yeah, black panther the first black superhero black superhero it's like no fucking verb my was shorts the- you Dude, fucker bl- verb was was not only the black su- the first black superhero he was the first like successful superhero movie because th- that fucking song came out before the christopher reeve superman film so verb is the most successful on-screen superhero prior to fucking superman samuel he's the first and he deserves the recognition but then also there's just like that's what's happening that's what's fucking happening but like the the ways it like i'm actually genuinely fucking impressed by this song in a way that like i cannot believe that i'm like so impressed by it um like the the animation being both really like it tells Very a energetic. cohesive it, it tells a cohesive story like when he goes to the the counter and he buys the popcorn and then gives her the coin um and it's like it it has the lyrics like to get to give like even though and th- those come at the end of two completely separate verbs so you don't realize that they're integrating the the lyrics into the visuals until it happens and it, it fucking shoots at you like a speeding bullet you're like whoa i see what you guys did there holy shit um and it also has a couple of like just banger fucking moments like i don't know my own power like so awesome the finale part as well where he runs home and hugs his mom mom is pretty dope yeah dude and it has that too love it's so (laughs) sick y'all gotta watch this shit bro y'all gotta watch fucking schoolhouse rock man this 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 shit's fucking lit bro you're gonna learn all about this shit we really shouldn't be surprised by the way that grammar rocks is the best fucking songs because they're able to actually implement the the shit the words and the in the grammar structures and yeah, types of bullshit it's all like yeah. wordplay and and you can get away with telling a story or you can get away with with i mean cuz it's just lyrics that demonstrate the concepts um and and verb in particular i think rec- you know represents this this really well uh with a lot of really clever like you know great visuals the visuals use it a lot and then also the the like the ways in which they get a chance to just constantly like do different examples by using the 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 imaginative visuals like it's it's a superhero anything can happen he's doing all these things um it's so good dude verb i hope that that the verb movie gets remade and that and that it fucking your verb verb gets re-released yeah dude i I, dude if there was a fathom events for verb to go see verb i would fucking see that shit that'd be fucking awesome that'd be awesome (laughs) i would just love to be sitting in a theater i i i hate the movie theater like pre-shows do you go to amc at all yeah amc has the worst movie pre-shows like newbie oh i agree dude it's i mean like I just fucking hate movies. I've been thinking a lot about the theater today and just like people who are like, yeah, I really support the theater and then they don't fucking buy food. I've, I definitely, I've definitely made, I made fun you of have. Karsten Runquist for doing this shit. And I was just like, it's just like, you like the big screen. Like, can you just admit it? Like, you don't like the theater or the theater experience. You like the fucking big screen. And the sound. You like watching like they, the movie on the fucking big screen. It is the most selfish transaction. Like, it, it is like, um, I I I don't really have a great comparison, I suppose, but I, I I would say it's like people who who like 
who like to emulate games and then say like, oh yeah, I'm a big, you know, I'm a big supporter or I'm a big fan. Like, like you have a lot of these, these people who like, like Falcom games and it's like, all you do is emulate their games, dude. Like, you haven't, no, you that's haven't, not, no, that's not, that's no, not that's really not true. true. Like, not, they're all their games are actually on fucking Steam, so what? people buy their shit. Oh my god, you're so right. No, there's, there's and another. even, and even when, and even when game, they, and even when like Trails from Zero and Trails to Azure had, you needed the fr- fan translation, you needed to buy the games on a fucking Japanese website. Yeah, you know what, you're right. Falcom is the worst. There, there's definitely an example, and it's one of these like lesser, like, kind of b-tier rpg companies where like their games are fire but they're not like they're not like making the square enix money they're not making the you know the i guess square enix is the only one that's making the square enix money to well, be I fair mean, and, and i mean well and hey square enix money ain't enough money for square enix so yeah that's very true yeah i'm just trying to think there this happened recently where like like i knew an example of like people who Talk about other big fans of like, and it's an RPG series, and it's gonna drive stars? me crazy. The, the, oh, you know, you're talking about a franchise. I'm talking about a franchise, yeah, because he has stars you can't emulate. There, there is some RPG franchise that like people just exclusively emulate, and they say that they're fucking fans of it, and I'm like, you're nuts. And I don't, I can't remember what it is now. Um, but there's gotta be a reason for why they all emulate it, though, right? My, like, I mean, I hope so. Like, otherwise, it's fucking insane. Like, it, you know, it's not, it's, it's not like. Because a lot of Shin Megami Tensei fans, they buy the games. Like, they actually do go out and buy the games. Um, so it's not them. I can't remember. Anyways. Uh, yeah, like, it, it, it's just, like, you don't act... You just want the experience of getting to play the thing or getting to watch the thing in ideal conditions for you. You don't actually want to support, like, the the store that gets it to you, right? Which, by the way, I'm totally in support of, by the way. I'm totally in support of watching or doing whatever you want to to have the most optimal experience for yourself. Just don't claim Just don't, cope. don't claim that you're supporting or care about the theater and then you don't buy food at the theater. Like, that, but that's my issue. It's, it's the fucking lies that people will tell you to, like, act like they... To, to act like this is really that important to them. It's like, no, if someone brought a screen that big in your house, if you had a home theater, you'd never go to the theater ever again. You wouldn't need to. Oh, absolutely. To. Like, because it's just, like... I, I agree. Like, mo- I think, yeah, last movie I saw, I think, in theaters was, like, Oppenheimer, and, like, I don't think there's a single movie coming out this the rest of this year that I'm, like super jazzed about wanting to go see or anything i guess the last one i saw in theaters was barbie and like that didn't i didn't need to see that on the big screen no one needed to see that on the big screen it's yeah that's a that's a fairly small screen kind of film experience yeah it just happened to be like carried by an actually worthwhile like movie to see in the theater yeah, which is very funny. Barbie, Barbie's not terrible. It's just it's that's a that, that's a home. I'm, speci- movie. I'm specifically claiming its success in the bo- box office is being carried was definitely carried by by the, Oppenheimer by the, because the it's meme, like yeah. yeah because it's like yeah we can go see both because like well, you, I don't think most people are really going to go out of their way to go out see Barbie at the theater specifically if if it wasn't like a big meme yeah I, because because I think a lot of people would have just been content to support it on Blu-ray or on streaming. Whenever that was, but like the fact that like you could go out and be like, I was part of the Barbenheimer meme, like uh, that. That I was is a an part appeal. of the movement. I was a part of the movement, dude. They should have handed out like AIDS ribbons at at Barbenheimer. <laughs> like if you saw both of them, yeah, like it's one side pink, is pink, pink yeah, exactly, half pink and half black, and and you get your you get your little your your Barbenheimer ribbon. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't see it on the same day, so I don't get the Barbenheimer ribbon, and I also didn't see it like 
at launch. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so you broken. Be- can you believe video games is gonna have its 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 fucking Barbenheimer moment in like two weeks? We're gonna we're gonna have Spider Burrows Wonder. Oh, are those coming out the same day? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't tend to get them both actually. I didn't play Spider-Man 1, and at this point, I don't have to. I can't imagine I I missed enough story that I'm going to be confused it's, by Spider-Man. It, I mean, honestly, you're really... So, I'm sure someone's going to get mad for I say this, but you're really not missing much. From the, I mean, the narrative's good in the first Sonic game. I, I've, I, 2018 Spider-Man is, like, one of my go-to examples of, like, that's an 8 out of 10. Like, you want to play an 8 out of 10, you want to know what an 8 out of 10 game looks like, that's it. High quality, your it, it keeps your interest for the entire one hundred percent completion, and and in your final moments as you clean up your last trophy, you're like, man, I'm getting sick of this shit. Like, and then the game's over. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt this with Saints Row Four. Like, that's a really great example. Saints Row Four also had uh, an achievement where it's like, play for forty hours. I'm like, I've done everything else, and I've done it for thirty one hours. So I just left the game on for for nine <laughs> hours at my college dorm. I went to a party and I just left it on. And then I just, I, and like, by the way, and I was just fucking held hostage by it. To be fair, the same thing happened when I had to make a nuke in Metal Gear Solid Five. I just had to leave my, my fucking console on for 24 hours. Um, and then I trashed it immediately. <laughs> I trashed the nuke immediately. Uh, man, good times. Good times. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I, I don't think I'm ever going to play the first Spider-Man. I just, I don't, if there's just a better version of Spider-Man out in the world, I, I might as well just play that. I don't know, I dude. I don't know if you'd like Spider-Man 2018. I don't know if you'd connect with it. I don't think you'd like it. I think I would, maybe you would, but I, I don't think, think I'd you find would. it like okay. I'd probably think it's like decent, but I, it would depend on how much is going on in my life. Because the moment I have a job, like yeah, or same. work to do, like that's that's the moment where I'm like, yeah, I can't, I can't be playing this. I can't be playing. It's this so funny, game. man. How my, my whole my gaming habits have basically completely like completely fucking changed i don't fucking play shit now i'm playing fucking sonic frontiers i'm having a gr- i'm having a, by the way a fucking great time with this game every time i fucking boot it up and play for like an hour and a half two hours i'm just it's just fucking fun because you just get to run around and just do shit and you know get the collectibles and like the the scoring mini game that you have to the you have to do like 40 score challenges to uh unlock the spin dash so I'm trying to do those. And like the score, the scoring is like really ethereal at first. You're like, how the fuck do you do this? But then you kind of figure it out. And it's actually like super fucking fun um, to do the score attacks and like get all the S ranks on hard. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fun. But like, that's what I'm playing. And that's what I'm going to be fucking playing for the next month and a half. Probably if we're being honest with ourselves. Yeah, I, like, I will be getting Mario Wonder most likely because uh, most likely I'm not going to have more projects to do for a couple of weeks, maybe a couple, just maybe a couple days at most. And I could probably knock out Wonder in that time. So I'll let yeah, it. And I'll, like, I'll, I w- want to play Wonder. It's just like, I just probably won't get around to it. Yeah, like, I, 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 I think it's just a case of you'll get to it when you get to it. I'll get I'll get it free for Christmas if I think it's any good, if I think oh, if I okay. think like it. And yeah, like, yeah, could, no, I definitely would. Because here's the thing, I'm sure that you would like to play it, just spending the $60 to go out and get it and put it in the Switch, like, that, like that barrier to entry. It's not, like, honestly, it's not even the, it's not the money, dude, it's just the time. No, it's, well, that's, and that's with every game now, like. Well, I was just saying, like, like the, the other aspect of, like, the barrier to entry of, like, like, if it's not convenient and there for you, like, you can't justify putting the time in. If someone else has bought the game for you, like, you either do or you don't put the time in, it's okay, there's not you didn't lose anything by not putting the time in 
Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely I mean, that's definitely true. Uh, but I mean, I'd, I'd much rather like, you know, I'd want to play it. Like if, if someone got me something, I definitely would want to at least give it a shot and like and like try it and, and put real effort into it. It's just one of those things where it's like Mario Wonder, I'll probably play it. If, if the game comes out and it gets stupid good reviews and like I see gameplay of it, I'm just like and I get the itch, you know? Yeah, because that you know, it just happens sometimes. I see a fucking gameplay. And I'm like, fuck, man, I want to play that shit like now. And then I, I could just go get it, and I'll download it and then I'll play it, and I'll have a good time. I'm sure it's not that long. I'm sure it's probably like fifteen, twenty hours. Yeah, maybe you'll probably for one hundred percent. But what, what what might be nice too is like if the levels have a lot of sauce, you could always just sit down with like one or two Mario levels and just just run them, just run them. Yeah, through. that's always fun too. Yeah, like it is good to just play the good levels in that game. I don't do I don't do Mario games enough. Just like. Like, oh, I'm going to boot it up, and I'm just going to play, like, the best levels. I, I really should do that more. So I used to do that with Mario 64. Like, I would just go to Womp's Fortress and just knock it out and just have a good time. Oh, see, that's that's interesting, because to me, like, Mario 64 is, like, Mario 64 is, like, fun, because I'm like, I'm going to play it. Let's get 120 stars. Like, let's do it. Like, it, it would depend on the day, because I used to just, like, like trying to speedrun a lot of those levels, so I would just kind of grind out one or two of the levels. Um, but no, I mean, I love the, the, the ritual, that N64 ritual of, like, you sit down and you're in the game until it's over, um, which doesn't, doesn't always happen with modern games. Like, nowadays yeah. with a retro game, like, you're kind of in it until it's over, like, from a certain year, from a certain point. Once you get to the sixth generation, you can kind of start dropping off on the games and being like, yeah, I didn't finish it this time. But, like, with those old games, there's, there's a sacredness where you want to finish it, probably because the sh- they're short enough to do so. Um, yeah, they're also good. Th- th- they're also good games. Yes. Uh. Anyway, so I I guess I'll I'll be generic here. Um, and just say so. I've been keeping up with the mods. I've been having a good time. Um, been get been we getting back a- at it again, talking uh, about the fucking talk mods. Well, well, let's let's talk about this in particular because I I have discovered just a very unique subhuman subgenre, right? Where I'll upload a mod that I think is very good. And it'll it'll get a lot of likes. It'll do well on the website. Like it'll you know like I've consistently been featured on today's best. Like because it's just such a small modding community, and like the shit that I'm uploading is like actually things people want, but no one wants to make themselves because it's a lot of work. Um, so I'm like consistently like today's best. Like not if I'm not always week's best. That doesn't always happen, but pretty consistently like I'll get like the highest rated mod of the day because and it's only like five likes like that's how dire shit is out here but it's fine i'm happy to do it you'd think it'd be a bit i don't know i feel so weird i feel like they'd be a bit bigger but I well guess it's, it's just because unfortunately yuzu's just not good enough yet like to to give people like the version of the game that they want to have yeah it's you play not as it, like because like simu for breath of the wild's like really like yeah no simu you, you can get up anything. to like 144 fps like no full stop like no big deal whereas like at this point if you're not doing 2k 30 like you're gonna have performance issues um i do 2k 48 and i still have performance issues uh that go down to like you know 45 to 37 like it sometimes it's, it's pretty bad so uh i think just a lot of people right now they don't that's also why the mods aren't very good a lot of people just don't you're not gonna mod a game that you're not playing you know so I, I think I, I don't I don't think it's a problem with the game in particular. It's it's a problem with the emulator. Um and because you you have someone come in every day like, hey, is Yuzu good enough to emulate this? It's like well, not at sixty. They're like, Okay, I'll be back later, bye. And and so so you can get a lot of that. So that's my impression of it. Um but I'll upload like a mod that's like really simple, you know, really like just a nice overhaul of a system or 
uh, when I say simple, I mean like like you get exactly what you're downloading. There's no ambiguity to it. It's not confusing. I lay it the fuck out really clearly, and and consistently, I'll always get one comment. That's like, hey, good mod. That said, can you make a version of the mod where I don't have to play the game whatsoever? Like, I, I made an overhaul mod that makes it so all the armor has half of their, their final stats. So that, like, the end game is a little more tough. And I also collabed with a friend of mine, and we made, we, like, kind of made all the, like, amiibo character armor. Like, so, like, the Ocarina of Time armor. We gave them all, like, special properties to, like, make them more unique and distinct. Um, and so, like... It's just, it's like, it's very high effort. Like, there's like 900 files that are edited in that, in total. It took a fucking month. Well, okay, so it took 10 days, and then it took a month of testing. Like, or like 20 more days of testing. A lot of work went into it. I'm very proud of it. it it's doing quite well. Everyone likes it. Um, but then this guy said, hey, can you also make a version of the mod where all the armors in the game are already fully upgraded at four stars? Because I don't like upgrading the armors. It takes too long, and I don't want to do it. And like... I just I I I had to fight back the urge to just be like, do you even like this game? Like, do you even want to play this game? What like I, I made a, another mod that was super simple. It was requested and I just did it like as a quick bounty knock it out. Um where someone said, Hey, can you increase the value of like large and grand pose? Right now they're five and twenty. Can you make them something a little higher? So I did uh five X multiplier and ten X multiplier. So they're either twenty five or one hundred or fifty and two hundred. Um, and then someone said, yeah, can you do a 100,000 multi or like a 100 times multiplier, please? Just save at it, you fucking moron. Just give yourself 999 pose and just ignore the game. Just don't, if you don't want to play, why don't you just not play the game? It's really easy just not to, just to, just to not play the game at that point. Um, it's, it's really like staggering to me, like, like that people will see, like, a convenience feature or an overhaul feature and be like, hey, yeah, can you also make it so I don't have to engage with an entire system of the game? Can you just make it so it's, I don't have to it play? It just comes from, like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's it's a level of, like, the fuck out of me. It's, it's like it's, mod entitlement. It's the idea of, oh, it is possible to do it, therefore, can you do it for me? Well, to me, it's, like, not even like that, because, like, I don't give a shit about that. I just, it's, like... I just get so fucking annoyed when I go online and I see people claim that they give a fuck about games and then I feel like they always just write off the fucking gameplay aspect of whatever the fuck they're talking about. Like, it's the fucking sixth or seventh most important fucking part of the equation. And I'm not saying it's gotta be number one every single time without fail, but, like, it's gotta be number two at least, like... There was one that I noticed where someone was like, yeah, can you make it so that uh, rocks break easier in Tears of the Kingdom caves? He's like... I don't know why they made tunneling through rocks so tedious. All it does is is like waste your items and durability. I'm like, yeah, that's the point of it. It's a it's a it's a check. It's called a check. Progress check. You got to spend a little to get a little. Like, what do you what do you want me to explain to you? I think the problem is that the game has so much hits done when you hit something, and so like when the sword goes through an item or like an object like like the rocks it just slows the game down so it gets a, yeah like that's a little slow and i wish you could fix that but like like the when they're the, they're like i just don't like that it's like this i'm like that's why it's in the game dude that's why it, it's there specifically to make you spend a couple of items so that shit doesn't rot in your inventory all day so that so that so that those hammer based items have a slight differentiation from each other that they have a purpose like a definitive purpose in the game what do you want from me um yeah, so I'll just I'll just see things like that that are, are so interesting to me. Like it's like 
I just can't understand how someone... Because if you don't like a feature of a game, I understand wanting to mod it out, but, like, like wanting to just completely skip content in a game is such a fascinating concept to me. It's such a fascinating concept to me. I agree, dude. I agree. I just... How does that... How does that happen to someone? Like, I, I understand not liking a part of a game and not wanting to engage with it, but like something like I don't like upgrading my armors is like, all right, just just save at it. Just when you get an armor, just shut the game off and just save at it and then reload. It'll be upgraded for you. It'll be slightly tedious, but it's way less tedious than asking me to replace all the armor treasure chests in the game with four star actors. <laughs> It's really tedious for me to do it for you, so why don't you do it yourself? Because you don't want to engage with a system, with one system that's optional, by the way. Why don't you just do what I did and don't upgrade your armor? You should just, you should just, anytime someone posts something like, oh, you should make a mod like this, you should just respond, no, with a period. (laughs) Like, every time. Just consistently, no. Because why the fuck would I be polite to any of these people? I, I think the problem is that, like, so many modders are dickheads. I don't want to be a dickhead. Like, in particular, like, to appear like a dickhead. I am, but it, there's a difference yeah, between... Well, yeah, what's the... There's what's a difference the between, like, being a dickhead, like, online and, like, in private just with my friends and, like, being a dickhead, like, where everyone can see and nobody can kind of understand. Yeah, like, on this fucking podcast. Yeah, but no one's fucking downloading Tears of the Kingdom mods on the podcast. Plus, I'm funny here. Like, there's a difference. Uh, on the Game Banana page, I just look like an asshole. When there's no text, like, you can't see my stupid-ass Jufro and my shit-eating grin like it's i just look like a dickhead i just look like a piece of shit whereas this time it's like all right at least he's 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 having a good time he's bullin but yeah i i i it's such an interesting phenomenon this phenomenon of of people that i just i didn't know exist people who don't want to play the game like people who just like they just don't want to engage with the with some aspect of the game i didn't know they existed just don't just abstain just don't do it yeah it's just like it's like when I see people who are like, like when like Elden Ring was coming out, we're like, oh man, I just, I love the world of Elden Ring and I think it's so beautiful and it's so, it's so great, but just like, I just fucking can't with the fucking game. Like, <laughs> like I just fucking can't. The irony is that the- I, I couldn't with the fucking game, but it wasn't because I was a fucking scrub. Yeah. I guess it kind of was because I didn't really like You the are kind design. of a scrub, honestly. Well, it was an issue if fine. I didn't. I didn't like the enemy design. I I thought it was overtuned, but skill yeah. issue, honestly. It's not a skill issue when they're just not very fun. I, th- I think that's a very like because I consistently, especially because building in that game is so broken. Like I consistently win fights in in like just a handful of you know of tries, if anything. Like I don't die yeah. very often. It's just gotta get him with hit him with that fucking eldritch blast, dude. Um, no, you know, like whatever. when I, dude, my fucking great like the problem with great sword is that like it's so broken that you either like. Don't that you either just get fucking steamrolled because your your frame data is bad, or you just stance break them in a in a stun lock loop until they die. Like there's just no in between. Like you don't have a really like great sword is just not a very cathartic playthrough. I think is the problem because you're not tr- like you're either like getting hit or just hitting, and and there's no trading. There's not as much dodging. It's not as engaging as it as it probably should be. Um, so maybe I just need to do a different weapon like. Sorry, colossal sword. Great sword is fine. Great sword is actually quite nice. Um, 
I liked. I used the I used the standard great sword for like a majority of my playthrough. I used the Lauren Sword great sword for a majority no, yeah, that's, of my, my that's playthrough. The one that everyone likes because it's available right I, away and it's super. You good. You just get it right away and it's good. It just is good. It's just it's fun. It's got good range. It's got good damage. I like it. Yeah, I'm talking about um, the, the great sword, great space sword, aka the colossal sword. So sword, yeah, the ultra great sword or the, the, yeah, the one that looks called. like yeah, the one that looks like fucking, sword. Yeah, dragon slayer. Um. Yeah, I mean it's a good. I mean that's a good weapon. It's just like I, I just think melee on, like trying to do melee melee only in Elden Ring. That's is the big not, problem. Like, super fun. That's the big you problem just, is that like you lose so much by only being able to two hand the sword for any decent effect. Yeah, um, and also too like because even if you are gonna two hand the sword, like you gotta come in there with some fucking faith spells. You gotta buff it with magic or something like. Like, you can't just be, like, that. that's what I learned with, like, Elden Ring, is, like, oh, like, if you're gonna use a, a, a normie weapon, for lack of a better term, like, a, just a regular Titanite weapon, um, or whatever the fuck the upgrade stone just, is called in that yeah. game. I think they're um, just called, like, shards. Yeah, what, yeah, the, the normal weapons, not the special weapons of the boss weapons. Or. Um, but, like, the, you need to use you need to buff the weapons in order for them to be equal slash a little bit superior to like boss weapons or even just general general mixed weapons like the winged scythe. The the big problem with that though is that when you're two handing a sword, there's an extra input that has to go into buffing. Um, no, there's an extra two inputs that have to go into buffing because you can't just you can't just scroll over to the to the the you know your catalyst or your 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 rod and just like buff I mean it. yeah well I mean you just well that's why you just you just light up before the you just get all your buffs in and then you go enter the fog gate or you enter the fog gate and just buff up right away you got plenty of time in most in basically every encounter yeah but it just it's it slows things down a little bit to have like that level of like to have that level of preparation and it's not as much fun when you can't do it mid fight I think like I mean you can't I mean you can't but I mean here's the thing is like. The the buffs last a long fucking time. They do. They Ring. last long enough. I, they I last long enough to the. It, it will be like you'll probably beat the boss or get pretty close by the time the buff is over. Um, the, the issue is less of like like it's 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 less a case of like oh it's so impossible you can't do it and more a case of there are subtle downsides to the great sword or to the colossal sword like every single time and they're they're all small enough and they all compound on each other in such a way. Where like it just is a worse experience than using even the great sword, which is not a colossal sword. It's just a great sword. So so that that was I think that was another problem that I just kind of ran into, especially with like the weapon preference. Um, but yeah, like strength is probably the least viable it's ever been. Like as a soul, like low as like a pure build. Yeah, yeah. as a pure build. Yeah. So so there's there's definitely again I don't have a problem with with that game wanting to be wanting you to to do a hybrid playthrough. I actually respect it. I respect the fact that they subtly enforce it. But it's it's sort of the colossal sword. I think just has too many downsides to like really recommend because you can't do like strength and int or strength and faith because you have to do strength and endurance and int like and and then if you're doing int or faith you also need mp so it's like you're spreading yourself out for like five different levels as opposed to if you just do decks like it's so it's such a different experience you don't need to have nearly as much endurance like elements leveled up um 
So, so there's just like little things like that that I just yeah. Well, with mostly, well, mostly when it comes to like the the actual your actual stat spread in Elden Ring, it's really just about whatever the weapon you want to hit and just making sure you hit your minimums and like kind of going from there. Like with strength, like I'd probably get like me like if I was doing a strength build, you I'd probably get no more than like fifty. I'd probably just get no more than fifty strength, and I'd probably just stop leveling it there and just go off everything else, unless there was something at a higher strength level I wanted. Yeah, I think forty is usually a good stopping point for strength in that game. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's really to me, it's really just I, forty would be what I would do unless it was I, it was a specific strength build where I wanted to use a weapon where the requirement was fifty if you wanted to one hand it. Yeah, it's just um, I think I think it's just an issue of like it's really hard to kind of like do exactly what you want in that game build wise because like. No matter what you do, like, if you want to mainline a weapon, you're going to have to, like, over-level if that weapon is over-leveled. Um, like, if you really want to use it for a while. And then, if you don't, you, and you want to keep kind of even keel with the game, um, you are going to be playing, like, a third of the game without the thing that you want. Which, again, is, we talked about this with Dark Souls 3 as well. Like, it's kind of just comes with the territory. I, I don't, I, I don't have a problem with a lot of those things. It's just, like, the, the kind of thing that, like, I made, like, my experience, like, with the game kind of like, oh, well, you know, I'm not really getting to play the way that I want to, so that's a little bit of a shame. Like, I I just never settled into, like, a build that I really enjoyed that, like, made fighting the enemies fun for me. Yeah, Um, I just constantly, like, I I enjoyed, like, switching it up, like, a couple times on my playthrough. I think I used, like, two or three larval tiers, like, on the playthrough I actually beat. Because, like, first I was kind of doing, like, a a strength in thing and then i like and then kinda, you realize that strengthened is lame and i was just i was just kind of like because i wanted to because i ended up doing just i ended up being more melee focused than i was with the magic the magic was just kind of like because the magic for, like yeah. adds the, the problem for, with like, int is that it's so offensively inclined but like there's only like a small handful of good offensive int spells yeah, faith was, is where it's at, though. Faith is the yeah. Real faith shit. is awesome because yeah, faith you can buff with holy, you can buff with lightning. It's like like you got a lot more, you got a lot more options on that front if you're doing a more like melee focused build like mine was. And then I ended up getting Riker's sword, uh, which just has a fucking goaded fucking uh, weapon art uh, attack that just. Basically, you just do by the fucking power of Grayskull and fucking slam the sword down, and it just creates a fucking twenty-five meter line of 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 uh, lava that does like a thousand damage to bosses and shit's fucking awesome. Yeah, that that's where like I enjoy building up to that, but that game is also long enough that like at at some point I would want to stop that build and literally do something else because I get tired of hitting the one button that wins me the fight. It's 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 a it's a tough balancing act of a game of that size, and especially like I th- I think with RPGs, I just especially open world RPGs, I tend to get like more bored of being boxed in. Um, yeah. So that's that's definitely a me issue because it, it, like you can't just be like, all right, well I don't want to play like this anymore, therefore I'm not going to do it. No, you got to respect, and then you got to upgrade your equipment. You got to make sure that's all good, all well and good. It's yeah, it's not which I I don't think is too horrible. I don't think really leveling up your the equip your equipment is too bad like weapons wise and stuff. In Elden Ring you get so many like ore chunks that it's really not too bad. Yeah, and it's also think. and it's also pretty easy to like buy shit and stuff too, like buy like core the core like uh 
the 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 piece upgrades, the Titanite piece. I totally fr- am blanking on the name. They of don't the- have a good name. Like they're really like just a generic. I think they are literally just called something generic, like ore or shards or like something really simple like that. Um, ironically enough, I do want to play Elden Ring now, like recently, and but I know it's a bad idea. I I know I just, it's a bad my, idea. My, the only thing that keeps me from playing through Elden Ring is it's fucking long. Yeah, is that is like, I'm not gonna what I'm not gonna fucking mainline Elden Ring and play it in ten hours. That's not that's not how the fucking game was meant to be played. Yeah, I I think it's just an issue for me of like I don't I don't really like have the same reason to just explore that I used to because I know I don't like a lot of these combat encounters. Like I don't want to fight certain enemies. So and I also don't need a lot of the treasures in the game. Um. So I'm definitely always having a little bit of trouble, like, motivating myself to do it. But, like, I still want to beat the game. And there's still a lot of parts of the map that I like and that I want to see again. Um, I really like... I re- like Le- the, My other problem is that Leerity of the Lakes, to me, is, like, the high point of the game. And it happens so early. Like, it's kind of a shame. It's so funny you, like, like Learning of the Lakes so much. Because I'm like... It's all right. It's cool. Like, I mean, it's, it's all right. Like I, I thought, dude. I I, I fucking the <laughs> EDP sucks, but that that fucking quote's awesome. Oh yeah, fuck EDP. But like, I I, <laughs> I mean, it's all right. Yeah. Well, you like Atlas Plateau, which is probably my second favorite area. To be fair. Yeah. It's just oh, that's gorgeous. It's just gorgeous. Yeah. Well, and then the other issue is that I got to get through Kalid, and Kalid, I I actually stop want to stop playing the game. You every literally single time. can be in Kalid for like two minutes though, bro. Like, if you, you want, yeah. Can, you can ass blast through Kayla. That's that's the. I think the problem is just that I am very much like, all right, well, I want to see this and I want to do this and I want to do this. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a little bit of a tough game for me where like I I don't have fun exploring for the sake of it in that particular open world game, which is a is a bit of a shame. But I I do want to finish it and I want to put you know squash the beef on that. But yeah, I I, I respect uh I respect the 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 sheer just staggering quality of Elden Ring because it's it's a really fucking impressive game. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I, I don't, um, I don't vibe with it as much as I'd, I'd like to, uh, but I still want to play it all the time. So that's, it's doing something right. It's clearly doing something right. I don't, I, uh, I don't want to just fucking skip the fucking content. I don't want to skip the content. I go get back. A yeah, I'd like to go, I'd like to go back and like replay Elden Ring and just, and see all the content. Cause I miss, cause even on my playthrough, I beat, I like miss some stuff that like, the, I'd like to I see. I think the problem is, is that some of it is really, really cool. And then a lot of it is also like a little more like filler generic. Um, but then the effort that it takes to see both the really cool things and the filler generic things is roughly the same. I, this is some people's problem with Mario Odyssey, I know, where, like, all the, like, best platforming-based moons give you the exact same thing as, like, ground-pounding a lump yeah, on the floor. Yeah, that's one of my issues with it, especially since the, 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 or, by the, by the way, I, I was, I was listening to my buddy, my buddies, they got a podcast, and they, one of them casually says, like, yeah, you know, it'll take you about, like, 15 to 20 hours to beat Mario Odyssey. I'm like, that's bullshit. That game's two and a half hours long. <laughs> Because the only the only reason that stops do the only thing that stops people from beating that game in three hours is ignorance. <laughs> like yeah, you need so few moons to get to the next area. It, it's an odd example of a game that wants to be very easy for its core demographic of like f- seven year olds, which I think is very fair. I I saw a comment that was really funny because um, a lot of people don't like that Tears of the Kingdom shrines allow you to just like just break them with your powers. Like they they want them to be like block pushing puzzles because they're because they're Zelda fucking fans. stupid. Yeah, because they're Zelda fans. And the, and someone said, it's like they made this game for 10 to 12-year-olds. I'm like, that's exactly what they made this game for! 
Who the fuck do you think this game was made for? You what do you think it was made for 30-year-olds? on the box yes. You think it was made for 30-year-olds? Like, are you kidding me? And not to mention- 30-year-olds and their fucking block-pushing bubbles. Yeah, and not to mention, I'm sorry, but most people who are 30-year-olds have the skill of a 10- to 12-year-old gamer. Like, let's be fucking real here. Yeah. Of course they're that easy. And, and also they're just that easy because you solve the puzzle in the exact way that makes the most sense to you. Like, of course it's- it's fucking easy. You did what what your own brain figured out. You didn't have to spend fucking seven hours trying to figure Thinking out the, you know, what what fucking Shigeru Miyamoto intended. Yeah, so so I, I get that that's unpopular for some people, but like that comment in particular is so funny to me. Like it's like they made this game for ten year olds. That's exactly who they made this game for. You fucking clown. You fucking idiot. <laughs> It's a Guys. fucking baby game. That's why it's fucking easy. I yeah. I would love it if people uh just 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 stopped. I you know what I did, Sam? I downloaded Unhook on YouTube and like Unhook oh, the, the recommendation canceller. Unhook has made my YouTube It actually is astounding how much Bullshit is on YouTube that you don't notice until you get unhook because unhook if you just like turn off all the settings when you click on a video it is literally in the center of the screen there's no title there's no description there's no tags there's no upload date there's no like there's no dislike bar there's no recommended there's no comment section it's just <laughs> the fu and and you can have the title that's an option you can toggle it on or off you can toggle the the like it it's called video information which is the you know title uh title um what do you call it description and like probably date uploaded but i turned it off because i i don't care um so so like how do you watch anything well so you you basically just stick to your subscribers you stick to your sub your sub list and but then how do you find any new fucking videos you use the search bar you can't find good content in this fucking search bar you have to understand well that's why i was gonna finish that i'm that's why I was talking about I'm using Unhook because I, I am not you, Sam. I don't want to see more YouTube videos. I want to put YouTube on in the background while I do something that's actually productive. And instead, YouTube is like, "Hey, do you want to watch a nine-hour video essay that you won't agree with?" By why the worst don't person you just? You, know? you should just pick a podcast or something else. Then, well, because yeah, that's that's me with Red Letter Media, baby. I just put that on, and I want to I want to watch my my true crime videos. I want to watch my Turkey Tom documentaries. Like, I want to watch all that shit. Like all the all this. All I this, mean, like, I don't know why you just can't press the fucking F key. You click on the video and press the fucking F key and full screen it. But like, like you you have to understand what a brain worm that I I have is a problem. Especially like I get fascinated just by looking at if if I'm not looking at the comments because I have a, a thing that turns the comments off. I'm looking at the recommended videos, and like I used to get into a bad point where I'll just like. I'll go to my recommended my recommended page and I'll just like click on whatever crap and I was just watching 30 second 60 second videos like just wasting my fucking time and then I was also getting recommendations for these videos I was never going to watch that were fucking long and terrible and I, I don't care um I mean they just ignore the, the the recommendations that suck like I I just yeah, I just but don't feel like we, we you need to throw out the whole fucking baby with the bathwater on this. But it has toggles. It has toggles if you don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater. But I want to throw out the baby with bathwater because I'm never gonna fucking watch this crap anyways. I don't. I don't even be watching more eight minute smash highlight clips. I've seen enough of them. 
I don't I look. Oh, oh, Mario's gonna forward air someone off stage again. Oh my god. Stop the presses. He pressed. I mean, here's the thing. I, I, there's elements of this where it's like, I, I would just, I would love if I could remove YouTube shorts from my app. You can. My YouTube app. Not on my phone though, because this is the problem. There's an app that I don't but you have fucking to pay for. Care. I don't fucking care about removing this crap on a desktop because most of my YouTube watching is done on my phone or on my smart TV. Like ninety eight percent of it, I barely sit at my. I to be honest, I barely sit at this computer like ever anymore. Like, I do literally sit this computer at a fucking edit crack house, and that's it. Yeah, um, it, it is different when you work at your computer, and you need that background noise. That is fair. But that yeah. that's specifically why I turned it off. Like, I actually had a day where I lost an hour of progress just reading a comment section on a video, and I said, like, this has to stop. I mean, I agree. I wish I could just not see comment sections. That I wish you, I, you, I could And there's just, an like, app that's separate for that. Sorry, an extension, not an app. It's an extension for Chrome. An Opera and Firefox and all these browsers, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, like it was just, I didn't realize just how much like shit is just put on your screen to make you stay on YouTube and to make you like watch more stuff and waste more time. Like until I just saw that, that I could streamline YouTube into just being the video in a black void and, and, and that's it. And like it definitely made me realize like I have a problem of just I get way too caught up in just in just being and just having information available to me at all times, other people's opinions available to me at all times, other people's nonsense available to me at all times. Yeah, I've noticed that too recently, like because I used to never specifically like growing up, I was like I fucking never read comment sections like ever. I just was like, I don't I don't care, I don't give a fuck. And I feel like now it's the exact opposite, where, like, I'll click on a video and I'll almost look at the comments right away. And you know what I think it is, honestly, Miles? And I just realized it. You know what it is? It's the lack of the fucking dislikes. It's not being able to fucking immediately see the fucking dislikes. And I gotta know, like, oh, like, what, what do people really think of this fucking video? Before I even fucking see it. Like, because the top five comments are gonna tell you almost anything, everything you need to know. But at the same time, Commenters are stupid because they're not making YouTube videos. They're fucking commenting. Yeah. So you're automa- you're automatically a dumbass if you comment on YouTube videos, unless you're commenting on Crack House. Th- that's but th- I uh, before we edit before we end this, I will say that's what I realized with the YouTube poll. It's it's what the likes and dislike bar used to tell you how it really was, and then the comments were usually either for people to suck your cock or to offer you know either like an alternative reading, like if it was a video essay, they might offer an alternative or like a, you know a say something that you missed that they want to, to highlight, like so those can be interesting, but but then the other half is usually like well like comments that are either disagreements or that are alternate viewpoints that people have that are popular. Um, and so the comments aren't an authentic version of like what people really think about the video in some cases either. Cause sometimes the comments are people who don't feel represented by the video, making sure that they feel represented somewhere else and more power to them. But like that ain't the truth of the, of the video. That ain't how people actually feel. The likes and dislikes are how people actually feel. Yeah. And now it's like, and now the only way you can determine that is by what comments have the most likes. Because it's like these comments like speak for the most amount of people because it's like this is the only fucking feed like you have to get this feedback source because like a like to view ratio just isn't a good metric on YouTube. But like, then the com- but even then the comments are all, like I think it's one in every one, like 
100 people will like a video. I think it's then one every 1,000 and people will, will leave a comment or something like really small like that. So like even that's – So it's – yeah, it's the most impassioned people for one reason or another or just people who, who are just habitual commenters like – which is just like that's just – you know, it's a, a part of the culture. It's just what you do like – you know, I very, very rarely fucking leave comments on YouTube. I, like, almost never fucking do I, it. I'll leave comments on polls, because I'm realizing, like, that's, like, what they they really want when they put up the poll. Um, So I'll leave, like, a comment and there. Is, and, is, and the poll is also the community. Like, it's community yeah. engagement tab, so it's, like, makes sense. Yeah, and then, and of course, and usually no one will see it. Like, it's not a big deal of, like, that, that poll will just get fucking buried, as opposed to if you leave a comment, like, six years later, someone can come at you being like, Ah, oh, listen up, you fucking bitch! I love that shit, though. Yeah, the seven-year reply. Yeah, the seven-year late reply. People should go to our, My favorite is, like, like, what song is this or whatever, and then, like, two years later, they, like, follow up with the answer. Like, that shit's so good. One of my favorite ones was, uh, it was under, like, you know, some Metal Gear Solid 3 video or something, or Peace Walker video, of someone being like, oh, no, it was Metal Gear Solid 3, and then someone was like, I have to play Peace Walker, and then they were like, did you play Portable Ops? Like, another commenter said that. And they're like, oh, no, I guess I'll play Portable Ops before Peace Walker. And then nine months later, he said, update, it sucks. <laughs> MGS Portable Ops, better known as MGS Poop. Yeah, no, MGS Poops is what people poops. call it. Po- Poops. Poops. Yeah. Popes. Poops. Must have visited Shake Shack. Yeah. Anyways, um, this was a fun episode. This yeah. is fun. This was good. This was good I enjoy talking about fucking uh, Schoolhouse Rock uh, for most of it. Schoolhouse Rock and, and, and fucking mods and fucking Elden Ring. It's a good fucking show. Just a classic Crack House episode where we answer hey, one just, question. Just another one in the books, you know. Just where <laughs> we, answer, we answered one question, but mostly talked about Taylor Swift being a Nazi.
Thank you.